wonder if they give him like a prostate penis or if he just they just has to go vagina now. Oh, I guess that's what it is, right? <laughs> it's not a vagina. No. It's just a urethra hole, which is technically like that's what I have. I just have a urethra hole. <laughs> urethra hole. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess. I mean like it's I not think a... they just called it a urethra. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's a urethra hole. Hey guys, welcome back to Couple Goals with SM. Hey guys. We are on episode 39. This will be the first of many somewhat Christmas themed episodes, I decided. Just now. Would have been nice to know before I picked my topic. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's November. I didn't know that before I picked my topic. So let me let me just rant a little bit about Christmas in November. So there's there's two very staunch contingents of folks when it comes yes. to Christmas in November be, before pre Thanksgiving, I should say pre Thanksgiving and Christmas celebration, decorating, whatever you want to call it. We're of the camp who likes to celebrate as soon as possible. We are of the camp that did this before there was anyone else doing it. <laughs> That's a very hipster thing to say, but it is true. It is true. Here's what I OK. I don't mind being one of being one of the first people to do it well here's what i mind is when a person criticizes you for doing it and then the following year they're doing the same thing that fucking pisses me off so that happened that's us that's that's us yeah i I don't mind that people have just come around to it i think it's great i'm glad more and more majority of people are embracing it but so there, we, were, there were people that a lot of people were like that with us. And then some of a them, couple. some of them are still staunch. And I respect those people. Right. They are firm in their, you know what, Christmas after Thanksgiving. And I am totally fine with that. A However, people, if you're going to criticize somebody for mm-hmm. celebrating and decorating early, you should not then when it becomes trendy a few years later, start doing it yourself. And then acting like you always were like that. Right. Because I swear to God, we've always been like that. Right. And now that it's cool to be like that. Right. There are people in our lives that have now adopted it and acted like they were always like that. When they used to be like, I can't believe that you I was like, oh, I want to punch you in the face so hard. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we have uh, we have two of our Christmas trees up. Only one is decorated our Star Wars tree because it's a tiny tree. So it's just always decorated. I can just pop it in the garage and pull it out with the decorations on. Our main tree just has lights on it for now, and it will hopefully be decorated by the by the end of the day or by the time you hear this podcast anyway. It has lights on it. And there's something about Christmas and and maybe it's due to the recent Star Wars movies coming out at Christmas time. Maybe that coupled with memories of getting Star Wars Christmas gifts, but it puts me in a big Star Wars mood. So yesterday, Maggie and I watched the Holy Trilogy in its entirety while we did some other things. It was just kind of on. I worked. Yeah, you did some work. You make it sound like I just sat here on the couch and watched. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you, you love Star Wars. Check out MaggieIsley.com. I got that back live. It looks great. So I got my website back up and running. I completed some other client work. I got 
all kinds of stuff done yesterday. So that was great. I I watched the original trilogy. That's what I got done yesterday. And I worked on the, the Christmas tree. And I did a lot of running around with Logan. You did some running around? <laughs> did a lot of running around. Everybody calm down. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, this, uh, I guess it's not really a Christmas-themed episode. But Good, I just because bring my up, topic is I'm feeling very Christmassy. Sean is very feeling very Christmassy. We went to a store today. We bought some more Christmas lights. My Darth Vader helmet has a Santa hat next to my Darth Vader Star Wars tree. All day yesterday, I'm trying to work. I'm doing work. And he's like, are you ready to go? Can we go out? Can we go shopping for Christmas stuff? Yeah, so, well, there's a store. There's a local lawn and garden store called Petitties. And no, they it's have. Not. So, yeah, it's Petitties. No, it's not. It's Petitties. Have you, have you heard somebody pronounce it that way? I'm pretty yes. sure it's Petitties. When I was in school. It's spelled just like Petitties. When I was in school, one of my friends worked there. It was never pronounced Petitties. Hmm. That's suspect. They should spell it differently because it's spelled just like Petitties. It's a family last name. Okay. And it's Petitties. Petitties can be a last name. It's not Petitties. (laughs) Face. So anyway, Petitties does (laughs) certain stores, certain locations, not all of them. But the one in Strongsville and I guess some other locations, they do this awesome Christmas wonderland thing. We have one in the town we live in and then one in the town next door. And the one in the town next door is the one that does the really like winter wonderland. Super cool to walk. So I wanted to go there, but we didn't end up going there yet. But we'll, we'll get there eventually. I just like walking through there. It's and really it's, fun. It's like crazy winter wonderland thing. So all day yesterday, he's like, I want to go there and I want to buy tiny Santa hats. Well, I got to so, put Santa hats on my figures. So finally today we went to Walmart and they don't have anything except trees out. And then we had to run into Target because what did we need at Target? Oh, the lights. lights. We needed some more red lights because our they have lights out. They've had lights out for a while. Yeah, but Walmart didn't. And then Target, we went in there and they all they have is lights. They don't have anything else Christmas. And I'm like, you are jumping the gun on Christmas as far as retail goes. It's just not out. I mean, Hobby Lobby has Christmas out, but... You know, and, and patities too. I, I looked it up. They started on November first. Patities. I, that's the hard habit to break. I've been calling it patities for years. But that's not the name. I don't know. It's spelled patities. I do know. <laughs> it's not patities. Okay. Ooh, I had a news story. I just remembered. Here we go. This is not at all Christmas themed. It's just a news story I read. It comes from the Daily Mail, a UK publication. I'm waiting for it to load here. Is the Daily Mail like a tabloid? It might be. I think it Judging is. by what I'm about to talk about. I think it's a, I think it's a tabloid. So uh, let's see here. Let me see if I can go to the original source that they cited. Here, this is from the Times, which is also the Sunday Times, which is also a UK publication. This is a story from November 1st. I will start with the headline. Man was alone with dog, which bit off his genitals. Yeah. So I'll just read you the story here. A man whose genitals were bitten off by a dog was alone with the animal when the attack happened. 
The man, who has not been named, was put into an induced coma after he was savaged by an old English bulldog at a flat in Haddington, East Lothian, in September. The Times has learned that no other individuals are believed to have been involved in the incident. It is also understood that he applied peanut butter or another food spread to his crotch area before the attack took place. Okay, so his fault? <laughs> yeah, his fault now. Yeah, his fault. You didn't know it was going to go there. You just thought it was a dog attack, right? You thought no, I maybe thought, he antagonized the dog. No, I thought it was his fault from the beginning. Oh, OK, because yeah. I, I thought it was just like a, a dog attack. No, I, I thought it was his fault from the second I heard he was alone with the dog when a dog bit off his junk. I thought, oh, he was doing something wrong with the dog. So here here's the, the final Little stinger here. Police were alerted after the man was found unconscious and fully clothed in a pool of his own blood. The organs could not be reattached after after they were eaten by the dog. So he was fully clothed. Yeah. I'm confused now. So Maybe he just had his, his dick and balls out. Oh. Yeah. So how do you pee? I don't know. He's in a coma now. So you just have a, you like your wreath. The dog hole? ate them, though. That's the, he just noshed on his junk so it can't be reattached. So but this kind of ties into your story a little bit. In so that, Sean already knows my topic this week because yes. I did tell him. Yes. And I guess that's a good segue. It's <laughs> a good segue. I don't know if it ties in necessarily. It doesn't but I, actually, not in the least, but... Well, kind of just let you know the nature of men, of certain men, I should say. Certain kind of men exist out there. Men who now just have urethra holes, Ugh. I guess. I wonder if they give him like a prostate penis or if he just, they just has to go vagina now. Oh, I guess that's what it is, right? <laughs> it's not a vagina. No. It's just a urethra hole, which is technically like that's what I have. I just have a urethra hole. <laughs> urethra hole. Right. <laughs> I guess. I mean, like it's I not think a, they just called it a urethra. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's a urethra hole. I think urethra is then, then period. <laughs> I am not a doctor. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not either. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go first this week because my story is requires a palate cleanser afterwards. And then it's not a story. It's a topic and it requires a palate cleanser. And I don't know Sean's topic because he did not tell me, even though I told him mine, because actually I didn't tell him I was researching it last night and he was like, what's this? What's this? There's magic no, I, license. You got to keep it unlicensed. So he was like, what's this? And then I was like, that's my topic. And he was like, Oh, and then I told Logan my topic and Logan was like, that's a bad topic. Do something from the 1960s. <laughs> that's a bad topic. That was Logan's reaction. He was, And Sean was like, what, like the Manson family murders? And Logan was like, yeah, do that instead. <laughs> it's much more upbeat. So to start my topic, we're going to talk about a murder that occurred a couple days ago. As we're recording this, this is Sunday the 4th. Mm hmm. Yeah, Sunday, Correct. November 4th. And on the 2nd of November, a man shot and killed two women at a yoga studio in Tallahassee, Florida. <sighs> I normally don't do 
any kind of murder or anything that's that quite this topical. Yeah. Recent. Right. But it, it kind of ties in. So the victims were identified as Maura Binkley. She's 21. She's a student at Florida State University. And Nancy Van Vessem, 61. She's a faculty member at Florida State University's medical student and a um, the chief medical director for Tallahassee Capital Health Plan. There were five people injured in the shooting. The gunman was identified as Scott Paul Bierly. He's 40, or he was 40. He killed himself before responding. Police officers even arrived at the scene. In addition to his previous police record for harassing women, Mm. he had a history of posting misogynistic and racist content online. YouTube videos purportedly recorded by Beerly in which he rails against women and people of color and identified with violent incel ideology. He stated there are whores in not only every city. Whores? Whores. Like W-H-O-R-E-S? Whores, yeah. Okay. Like incel ideology is where is like... I'll talk about it a little bit, but they're like against women, right? So whores, whores in not only every city, not only every town, but every village, he said in one video. He also voiced his frustration that the Affordable Care Act included coverage for contraception, saying that he was offended at his taxes going towards the casual sex lives of slutty girls. So he seems like a level-headed guy. Just your average Joe. (laughs) So that was Friday. But there it is. That's the topic for this week. Incel. What what does incel mean? Incel is made up of the words involuntary celibate. Voluntarily celibate. It's someone who can't have sex, date, or build relationships with women despite wanting to, and they blame women for denying them their, quote, right to sex. So who came up with a name like the the guys who are these? I'll tell you. Hold on. I'll tell you about it. Now, the term itself, let me tell you a little bit more about that before I tell you about the backstory behind it. The term is, was widely used in the now banned Reddit group where men would leave misogynistic posts, but it was 40,000 strong. That's how big this group was. And um, Reddit actually banned the subreddit in November, November 7th. So we're coming up on a year of last year, yeah. November 7th of 2017 for hateful and violent speech. But incels are still all over the Internet. They had incel.me, which is gone now, but they're still all over um, 4chan. So the another word, haven yeah. for yeah. <laughs> so the word incel, people. however, was actually created over two decades ago by a Canadian woman. Her name was Alana. Well, it still is Alana. She's still around. And she intended it to refer to a community of lonely people unable to find sexual partners. It wasn't That's meant to what be it just, sounds like. It, it wasn't, doesn't sound like a violent group. It, yeah. She called her site. It was a website. It was its own message board, its own website. It was very plain because it was it, it was two decades ago. Yeah. 
in Alana's involuntary celibate celibacy project. And it was like it was just own community. Like she built it and it was it was early Internet. So people found it on its own, just like yeah. everything in early Internet. Right. And the people who showed up, they they weren't virgins. They yeah. weren't losers. They were involuntary, like involuntarily celibate. I've been that. I've Right. I've, they were just people who like they just weren't finding what they you know, what they wanted. So I, Lana is I, quoted as saying this is a direct what? I, it's just so weird to put a label on it. Well, she herself. I just always looked at it as people she, don't want to have sex with me. She, <laughs> like, a lot is a lesbian. And I I listened to a an interview with her. And she's a lesbian. And at the time, she wasn't she wasn't out and she didn't know how to to meet women. So she was involuntarily celibate because she didn't know how to meet people. Like hmm. she didn't know how to meet who she was looking for. Yeah. So she was celibate because of that, you know? Yeah. Because like she knew how to meet men, but that's not who she wanted. Right. And she wasn't sure how to make it happen for her. So she was quoted as saying, I think there was a lot of empathy in the group, but nobody really had any answers. One of the challenges of having a peer support group is that you got a bunch of people who don't really like they don't have they all have the same problem and they don't have a solution. Yeah. So that's her quote. And she's right. That's Blind the problem with it's a problem with a peer support group. Everybody's got the same issue. Right. right? So in 1997, she walked away. She had she'd come out of the closet. She found a girlfriend. She had started living her life and yeah. she left. But she left the site up and people came and went. But the problem is with any kind of peer support group is that the people who stay are jaded, right? Yeah. Because the people who leave, they're leaving because they're happy. They're no longer. They don't stuff. need it. Right. But the people who are staying get more and more bitter and more and more jaded. So the people who never left, they radicalized. And that's how the incel ideology, as it's known now, was created. I can't believe there's an ideology for people who just have trouble getting laid. That's insane to me. So self-described. I feel like that's every dude in his teens and 20s. <laughs> like that's every dude has trouble getting I laid. I mean, the guy who did this shit on Friday, he was 40. Yeah. He's older than me. Self-described incels see themselves as victims wronged by women who they accuse of denying them sexual intercourse and as lacking influence in the dating market. The most extreme incels support rape and other modes Jesus of Christ. violence against women. Yeah. They need a different name because <laughs> involuntarily celibate sounds almost like a medical condition. It sounds benign. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. doesn't sound like rapists. It doesn't sound like, yeah, like pro-rape. Incels also share ideological similarities with the men's rights movement, a group that believes feminisms and other social justice movements have led to the oppression of men, although incels focus solely on sex. <laughs> That's yeah. such a man thing, it feels like. Well, it's funny that it was started by a woman and then men. It started, yeah, it started by a woman who was like, hey, man, we like let's let's help each other out. Like, let's talk about this and see if we can figure out. Right. You know, let's support each other. Yeah. Emotionally. 
wonder why they then, just didn't were like, well, we should just have sex with each other, right? Can we just do that? Then, <laughs> like, that's so we're all here. We all have the same problem. We could just remedy that shit real quick. Gross. <laughs> so earlier this year, 2018, 25-year-old Alec Manasian, Manasian, Manasian. It doesn't matter. Alec M. Well, I mean, it does kind of matter, right? Like, oh, okay. I feel like people know this story. He drove his van onto a Toronto sidewalk, killing 10 people. Oh, I did hear about that. And injuring more than a dozen others. Moments Thanks. before his attack, he made a crazy Facebook post, right? You've heard about it? I've heard about the guy. I don't remember his Facebook post. He praised Elliot Roger. Do you know who that is? No. Because we're going to talk about him for a minute. Elliot Roger on May... 23rd 2014 in Isla Vista California he killed six people and he injured 14 others near the campus of University of California Santa Barbara before killing himself inside a vehicle his own vehicle I should say not like any vehicle the attack began when Roger stabbed three men to death in his apartment afterwards he drove to a sorority house and shot three female students outside killing two of them then he drove to a nearby deli and shot to death a male student who was inside. He began to, to speed through Isla Vista, shooting and wounding several pedestrians and striking several others with his car. Holy shit. Roger exchanged gunfire with police twice in the, during the attack, receiving a non-fatal gunshot wound to the hip. And the rampage ended when his car crashed into a parked vehicle and came to a stop. Police then found him dead in the car with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Wow. Before driving to the sorority house, Roger uploaded a YouTube video titled Elliot Rogers Retribution, in which he outlined details of his upcoming attack and his motives. He explained that he wanted to punish women for rejecting him and that he envied sexually active men and he wanted to punish them for their sexual I just activity. I want to say... And I don't know, maybe I'm jumping ahead or maybe I'm just drawing conclusions here. But you were saying how this guy, the the most recent incident. Friday's incident. Was posting like racist and, you know, the, all just extreme videos in general. And you, he, oh, you, in specific, you said he doesn't want to pay for people's contraception. Yeah. So this is what's weird to me. Well, all of this is weird, but this really stands out when I think about it, which is. You can pay people for sex. Right. You can have sex for money. Mm -hmm. And that's and you might want a relationship or this or that. But if you just want to have sex, there are people that will do that. And nowadays you've got apps and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but I, I feel like because of his uh, quote unquote morality, if you can call it that. This weird religious thing where, oh, I want to pay for these whores contraception so he won't pay for sex, but he'll murder people, though. This is this goes back to why I hate religion, though. But, but we all like. You know that radicalized anything is bad, right? So right. Like organized, any organized, radicalized. But that's all. So anyway, getting back to this Elliot Rogers, it's just, it's just all bad. I don't know why religion is, is accepted by anybody. It's It's so bad. That's what this reminds, it reminds me of religion. It reminds me of like Muslims and, and Catholics 
and all that kind of stuff where they have this thought process. Radicalized anything is terrible. It's yeah. just bad. So after uploading the video, Elliot Roger emailed a lengthy autobiographical manuscript to some of his acquaintances, his therapist, and several of his family members. The document titled My Twisted World, The Story of Elliot Roger was made available on the internet and became widely known as his manifesto. In it, he described his childhood, family conflicts, frustration over not being able to find a girlfriend, his hatred of women, his contempt for couples, his disgust for interracial couples, and Jesus. his plan for what he described as his retribution. So, now that you understand that backstory, let's get back to the 2018 Toronto van attack. So this dude, Manassian, he posts to Facebook shortly before the beginning of the attack on April 23rd. This is the exact post. I'm going to quote it. It's since been taken down, but this was the post. Private Recruit Manassian Infantry 00010 wishing to speak to Sergeant 4chan, please. And then like this number, C232. Okay, so whatever this number, right? The incel rebellion has already begun. We will overthrow the Chads and the Stacys. All hail the Supreme Gentleman Elliot Roger. So let's break down the message. Yeah. <laughs> the Chads and the Stacys. So. I hear Stacy's mom's got it going on. Stacy's mom. She's got it going on. She's all I want. <laughs> I've waited for too long. So anyway, or for so long. So 4chan is an internet message board, right? And then um, a source at the Department of National Defense told media that that long C232 number. Yeah. That's actually Manassian's military identification number when he was in the army. Oh, wow. So that's that's what that first part of that message is. And then his vow to overthrow the Chads and the Stacys, that's mirrors language by Roger and other incels. Men who are successful with women are known as Chads. <laughs> And women who reject incels are known as Stacy's. <sighs> so that's the message. Man. Wow. And then obviously we all know what Supreme Gentleman Elliot Roger. Elliot Roger's manifesto, he, he, that made him kind of like the unofficial leader. Yeah. Of the incels. Wow. Other recent mass murderers held up as misogynist heroes by incel communities include George Sedini, who killed three people and himself in a 2009 attack at a women's aerobics class in Pennsylvania. Suen Hu Cho, who killed 32 people in Virginia in 2007 after reportedly stalking two women. Mark Lapine, who separated male and female students in Montreal Engineering School in 1989 and opened fire, killing 14 women. By comparison, zero women have gone on murderous rampages inspired by rejection. However, they do tend to kill the one person who rejects them relatively frequently if, <laughs> if investigation discovery is to be believed. Well, well so, there is the old adage that... That uh, the woman scorn. No, 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 no. Oh. Um, women fuck who they want. Men fuck who they can. I've never heard that oh, adage, yeah. but so, that sounds pretty true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's, I'm saying that's probably why there aren't one of many reasons. There probably aren't a lot of women in the incel group. 
that I don't see. It's not like they'd be welcome due to all the women hatred, which could also contribute right. to why you're not getting laid. It doesn't help if you hate the person. Right. They're trying to have sex with. Right. You probably should. That hate probably them. comes out in the dating process. If there is a dating process, it might come out. Right. That you are very hateful of women. Right. And they're like, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I fucking hate women. <laughs> well, no, I don't even mean like that. <laughs> I, I mean, in like subtle ways. You know what I mean? Right. Like if, if you have a like a genuine, it's going to it's going to show up in your body language. Right. Hints, just general I treatment. Had a, I had a um, I had a client approach me about wanting to work together on a, a project. Yeah. And I told you about the project where it was like this website design and it was a really great idea. Yeah. And I just couldn't get past the bitterness and the hatred whenever he would talk about women in his past experience. Really? And then we were supposed to have a meeting and it was when I was sick, when I had that stomach thing, when yeah. I had the food. Yeah. And so I sent him a message and I was like, hey, sorry, you know, I was I was feeling ill. And he sent me back a message and was like, I must have deleted your number. Sorry, send me a message with your phone number and I'll give you a call to discuss. Oh, fuck and it's like you. that subtle yeah. disregard for women. That's what I mean. And like, I was like, I will never speak to you again. Yeah. I don't care how good of an idea it is. Your disrespect for women is so palpable that I will never work with you. I don't care if it's a billion dollar idea. I will never work with you. Other terms used by incels include true cell, referring to someone who has never had sex or been in a relationship despite trying. Mental cell, someone whose mental health or insecurities has contributed to their inability to have sex or a relationship. What is their obsession with being labeled? Vol cell, someone who is voluntarily abstinent for whatever reason. And fake cell, someone who falsely claims to be in cell but has but has had sex or been in a relationship. Oh, wait. Oh, OK. So originally it wasn't necessarily for virgins, but now it's for, for now me. it is now it's ex OK. Right. Every time you say incel because I'm a movie fan, I just think of Jurassic Park and InGen. Oh, yeah. No. That's why I'm, that's why the name to me doesn't sound it's it's shocking the behavior and that they have manifestos and all this stuff. And but the, just incel. You know, it reminds me of InGen, you know, they, they it's do. Not, it, yeah, it's. um. They do genetics work. No, it, that's, <laughs> it's. Uh, wow. It's something else. That's, the fact that it, they tie it back to a men's right movement, men's rights. Well, movement. the men's rights movements. Well, first of all, you know, I, I hate any special interest, anything, period. And the men's right movement, it, men's rights movement is ridiculous. Right. Because, I mean, yeah, if if you go online, you're going to hear a lot of anti white man stuff or read a lot of that stuff. But there's no. You know, what I mean, it, it doesn't actually impact you unless you're going to look. For, you know what I mean? You, yeah. you can find negative press about anything. It just reminds me of but like, there's no actual. You know what, you know what it reminds mean? me of is no ma'am from fucking um, Married with Children. I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. Did you never watch Married with Children? Did you want to discuss my childhood in the 80s right now? Did you want to go through that again? So anyone who watched Married to the I've Children. Seen a few, I've seen a handful of episodes. Married to the Children I thought back Kelly in the day. Bundy was really hot. Okay, well, this has nothing to do with Kelly Bundy. Oh, okay. Um, 
Adoniel, what's his name? Al Bundy. He started a group called No Ma'am. It was like a no women allowed. Yeah. It, was, it was a men's rights thing. And it was, but it was like a joke. Right. Like it was satire. It right. wasn't like it was. Why? How was it? Like the 80s somehow were ahead of their time, which is crazy because they weren't. <laughs> but like that was a joke. I don't know. Incel, it's sad because that's what that's what actual toxic masculinity is. That's actual toxic masculinity. That's beyond that. Though. I mean, you're literally murdering people. Yeah. I, I thought toxic masculinity was more like mansplaining and manspreading and. I don't know. The whole thing just frightens me just that there's a movement. And now that we're aware of it, it's even worse in a way because they're bigger now. They're going to attract more people. Yeah. Because they know that it exists now. Like anything. Just like, yeah, just like exactly anything like that. The thinking of women won't have sex with me, so I'm going to go kill them now. Like they're clearly mentally unhinged people. And when you look at some of the the lists of victims, some of these victims, like in the van attack, they're ninety four years old. Why are you killing? A, I'm just killing ninety four, eighty, twenty two. Like they're all all across the board. It's like why are you killing these people? I mean, not that you should be targeting anybody at all. You shouldn't be killing anybody. Like kill zero people. That would be ideal. It's weird to not work on yourself at all. Right. And think, I mean, to just push all the blame outward. So for me, when I wasn't getting laid, I'm just always like, what, what's wrong with me? He's referring to, you know, 20 years ago. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is this is relevant. I didn't get laid on the regular until I got married. Well, that's not true. Until I met you <laughs> before we got married. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, let's, I'm going to keep it nice and relevant, you know, 18 years ago. Well, I, I mean, I get, I remember that state of mind. I remember my, my roommates in Memphis and we were just sad sacks, but at the same time, we were never, <laughs> you know what I mean? We were, we were out there mingling. We were trying and sometimes right, we were, were like, successful. Sometimes we would get laid and, but it, you know what I mean? It, you were it, like in little internet chat groups talking no, about how, that, that seems, why don't we get laid? That doesn't seem productive <laughs> at all. That's not a good way to achieve your goal. <laughs> like, how do they not know that? I don't know. <laughs> That's so weird. But yeah, they, they've got to be mentally. I mean, some of them, I mean, clearly some of them are. Yeah, they're called mental cells. Oh my God. No. <laughs> They all have names. They all have labels. All right. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna abruptly segue into my stuff now. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know how to put my it, shit is, how to tie that one off. It's just not it's not good, but it's also like Logan told me to to go into the sixties and do old stuff and not be relevant. But you know <laughs> what? Some of that stuff, you just gotta you gotta talk about it a little bit. It's, it's disturbing and it's disturbing and, and fucked gross. up, but sometimes, you know, since my unsolved mysteries are over, I want to talk about something that's current and people need to talk about it and hear about it and be aware. So next week, maybe Christmas, <laughs> do a Christmas thing. <laughs> Christmas unsolved mysteries. Do, do whatever you want. Silent night, deadly night. Murders, murders that happen at Christmas time. We'll do Krampus stories. All right, so. I am 
a fan of comic books. I am a comic book reader, right? What? Yeah. That's shocking. That's shocking information. And most of the stuff I've talked about when I talk about comic books has to do with Marvel Comics or DC Comics. That's correct. There are a lot more comic book publishers out there. I have talked about Image Comics, which is an independent. And there's there's a lot of independent comic book publishers and artists and writers and creators out there. So I I thought I would devote a little bit of time to uh, my favorite writer or I don't know if he's still my favorite writer, but he in the 90s. I would know. I I don't know if I have a favorite writer right now. I have I have favorite writers. I don't know if I have a favorite writer, like a singular fair favorite enough. writer. He's one enough. of my favorite writers, but it's he's also one of those guys that when I read his stuff now, it's it's a little bit. What do they call that? Sophomoric, I guess. And Ooh, what's the word of the week? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Sophomoric, I guess. <laughs> we'll go with that. But I, I mean, I still enjoy it and he's still writing. He's still active. But his name is Garth Ennis. Oh, yeah, you do like him. Yeah, I like Garth Ennis a lot. Yeah. So he is a uh, Northern Irish born naturalized American. He's he's Irish. He's a redhead. He's an Irish dude for yeah, the most part. His name's Garth Ennis. He sounds. Yeah. He, he, he's pretty. I mean, your name's Sean Isley. You guys sound like you should hang out. I would love to hang out with Garth Ennis. I think it'd be a fucking blast. He just he seems like the kind of guy. He just seems like a stereotypical Irishman, like he's going to drink a pint and it's not going to be that American piss water. Like he just seems like that kind of guy. And I, w- I would love to hang out with that guy. So I don't want to go through his whole career here. So I'll just kind of start where I first heard of him. Which is he created Preacher. Preacher oh, is yeah, now yeah. an AMC TV series produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. It premiered in, I want to say in the mid 90s, so, uh, 95 to 2000 is what it was uh, 66 issues. He co-created with artist Steve Dillon. And in the little Wikipedia description here, it was a tale of a preacher with supernatural powers searching literally for God who had, who had abandoned his creation. So I'm going to go into that a little bit. I don't know if people have watched Preacher. It's pretty good. I haven't actually. I, I watched the first season and just due to my ADD, I haven't gone back and watched anymore, though I did enjoy it. It's a, it's a pretty faithful adaptation. And when it's not faithful, it's still good, though. Like You know, when they divert, it's it's not in a bad way. Right. So the, the thing with Preacher is it's it's about a preacher, Jesse Custer, who he gets possessed by this power and he can use his voice to make people do what he wants them to do. So, you know, the character from a or not alias, that was the comic from Jessica Jones, the villain David Tennant plays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but he's not a villain. And it turns out what this power actually is, is a demon and an angel copulated and they created this force or whatever, and it possesses him. And it's it's so powerful that God has vacated heaven because he's he's scared of this thing. And it's in Jesse Custer now. And he doesn't really realize that he has this power. It's not everything. He has to say it like, you know, he has to really inflect in a certain way to do it. And here's why I like Garth Ennis. And this is, Preacher was an R-rated series. It was part of DC's Vertigo line. Their Vertigo line were R-rated comics. There was nudity, there was profanity, there was 
a lot of gore and violence and stuff like that that you couldn't do in regular comic books. So as a for instance, he tells someone to go fuck himself. And <laughs> like the next panel cuts to paramedics and they're like, I don't know, he just ripped it off and shoved it up his ass. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty, pretty oh. violent stuff that he gets into. And again, like I said, very sophomoric. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. And, and the, again, so I fell in love with this stuff immediately. <laughs> I was like, this is fan. And that was pretty much the first time, aside from image comics, that I really it was probably the first time I read what you could call adult comics or, you know, something for mature readers, as they say. Something with a dick in the ass. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, showed some titties and whatnot. So but that's a series now. It's a lot of fun. It's got great characters in it. There's him. There's his girlfriend, Tulip. There's uh, Cassidy, who's a vampire. He's fucking great. He's like a crazy Irishman. And yeah, he tries to keep his vampire needs under control. He just he drinks a lot of blood. No, he drinks a lot. He just, he's like an Irishman. Well, I just thought that vampires got sick when they drank things that weren't blood. Well, I think it changes from fiction to fiction how that works. But yeah, he he does need blood. But I, I don't remember how often he, it's been years since I, I've read it. Once bitten is like that. And that's a different. That's I only a, really saw the end of that with you. I've never actually seen that movie. It's a great movie. So then he came over to Marvel Comics and Marvel copying dc they they had a line of comics called max wait so preacher came over to no no, no garth ennis oh okay well, i should actually touch on he did have a series called hitman as well that it, uh, was on dc so what are you covering garth ennis yeah oh okay yeah, i thought we were cool. talking about preacher <laughs> no no uh so he had another series called hitman which i really liked which was kind of like a super powered hitman he didn't wear a costume or anything like that. Did and that's something you're going to kind of notice with Garth Ennis is he actually hates superheroes, but he works in the comic book industry. That's so, weird. But he does. He fucking hates superheroes. So he got lured over to Marvel to do the Punisher. Now, oh. initially, he started on the Marvel Knights run. The Marvel Knights imprint was like a PG-13 Marvel line. They did Daredevil and Punisher and some other stuff like, you know, separate from the main continuity. So it was a little bit more violent stuff. So he came over, wrote Punisher for them. And like as a for instance, you know, he he gets into a tussle with Daredevil and ties him up and puts him in a situation where he either has to sh shoot the Punisher or shoot himself because he wants to teach Daredevil a lesson that, you know, you can't you can't just go around not killing people <laughs> like you have. Sometimes you have to kill people. So and th that ended up in the actual Daredevil series on Netflix, too. They they put that in there in the second season. And like when he uh, when Spider-Man, because the Punisher is an anti-hero. Typically, Marvel heroes try to take him down because he's a murderer. Basically, he's an active gunman is, is what the Punisher is in today's parlance. So he's an active shooter. Yeah, I saw I, I saw some of the Punisher series with you, so I saw. Well, I'm just talking about the Marvel, the comic book universe. So well, in the show, he seems a bit of a terrorist. So, man, I wouldn't say that. I, I think he's he's pretty calmed down in the show. You should really read the comics. I have the whole. I have all the great Garth Ennis stuff in hardback. I'm I'm good. Okay, I just thought I'd put it out there. Give you a shot. So. So anyway, yeah, they did the Marvel Knights line and then they I think they created the Max line, 
for Garth Ennis, because that's the first thing I heard of. Is he he did a he did a Nick Fury run, and he did a Punisher run that was fantastic. I think it was about sixty issues. That's what I have in hardcover. That seems like a lot of issues. About five years worth of comics, yeah. So he probably did it for about five years. And the Max line, again, R-rated. I mean, it's super, super violent. You know, people... Uh, uh, there's <laughs> like there's an informant who ends up coming to the FBI and he's got a paper cup with his nuts in it because they the mob cut him off and stuff. Oh, I was going to say because of that guy from the news story. Right? No, a no. <laughs> dog. But yeah, it's 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 super, super violent and it's it's really great. It's good stuff. So the, the actual reason I wanted to talk about uh, Garth Ennis is because they're adapting another one of his series called The Boys is coming to Amazon Prime. And I'm very excited about that. The Boys? The Boys. And it's the star of that is I fucking forgot his name. <laughs> That's anticlimactic. <laughs> the guy who plays Judge Dredd and Aomir. The fuck is his name? And, and Bones. What are you talking about? It's the actor. You don't know any of those people? Judge Dredd. Yeah, he played Judge Dredd in the new movie. Are you Sylvester Stallone? The new movie, <laughs> the more recent <laughs> I, movie. No, I, I didn't That's see the it. one from your childhood. <laughs> Played Aomir in Lord of the Rings. Aomir? Yeah. Who's that? He's the guy that, that came and helped out at the end of, he, he was out roaming. With what his, are you talking about? When, when King Theoden got possessed or whatever, and then Aomir took like 2,000 men and, and left because a, the king had lost his mind. And then he came back at the end to help out. Oh, you're talking about um, the guy Carl from Urban. Doom. Carl yeah. Urban. Yes, yeah. he's in Doom. Yeah, I'm not Carl thinking Urban. of his fucking name. He's been in so much stuff. I love Carl Urban. Yeah. So he's he's like the main guy. He plays Billy Butcher in The Boys. And they're making a whole series out of that. And I, I that's another one that's just like super, super violent. You could have told me it was the guy from freaking... From freaking... Freaking... Thor. <laughs> freaking what? Thor. Thor. I couldn't remember his name. What's his name in Thor? I don't know. He's the guy who's. The I know. I, I know he's in it, but I can't remember his name. The guy who's with Hella. Yeah, but he, he has a name, though. Yeah. I don't know people's names in movies. So anyway, uh, The Boys, it, it was announced in 2006 and it was a creator owned extended series written for Wild, published by Wildstorm. Wildstorm is just another imprint from D.C., where they can kind so of all do these that. little ones are just actually owned by bigger ones. Not all the time. I mean, that's kind of who he's. Worth. He has some other stuff too. Like he did a series I read called Crossed. I forget. I don't even can't remember the name of the public Dynamite Entertainment. Well, this one started with Wildstorm. It actually went to Dynamite, which is not an imprint associated with DC. But the reason it went to Dynamite is that DC Comics they were uneasy with the anti superhero tone of his work. Detective Comics, comics. Yeah, Detective Comics, comics. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He also did a a, a a one shot for Marvel called The Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe, where the Punisher goes and murders all the superheroes in the Marvel Universe. He really doesn't like superheroes. <laughs> it's just so funny to me that he's in an industry that is predominantly superheroes. It just seems like and maybe that's not the that's not the job for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's doing comics. It's just not superhero <laughs> comics. It's like when he did his Max imprint of The Punisher. There were no crossovers with the actual Marvel Universe. There was no Spider-Man cameos or Daredevil cameos or any of that. I think Nick Fury maybe showed up 
as uh, an old Vietnam soldier buddy of Frank Castle. Yeah. But there was no villains from the Marvel Universe. There was no Bullseye or Kingpin or Jigsaw or any of the typical Punisher villains. None of those were in there. It was all new stuff because that's what he wanted to do. He wrote that book, The the Pro, that I have over there the, about the, the superpowered prostitute. I covered that when I did my image yeah, podcast. Superhero episode. prostitute. Yeah, the superhero prostitute. Prostitute with, with superhero powers. I feel like if I had superhero powers, I wouldn't be a prostitute. <laughs> I would have a different job. What? Like not being a prostitute. So you could jerk people off really fast, though, because of her superpowers. So you anyway, get paid for a lot less work. So you still get paid like the same amount. That'd be cool. Yeah. And that also started a fight with her and another prostitute because she was they were paying the same amount for a lot less time. It's a very funny comic book you should read. <laughs> but then she probably won that fight because she beat the <laughs> shit out of that other prostitute, right? <laughs> right. That's but they cool. ended up working. Well, no, the other prostitute, she also had a super. She had like six arms or something. So she could jerk off a bunch of guys at once. But just not super fast. But then like, but does all those guys mind? Because there's like so many other people involved. Yeah, you did that thing about the incels, right? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. Guys are fucking gross. <laughs> guys don't give a shit. <laughs> guys don't care. I, I feel like I would mind if there were like so many people. <laughs> But anyway, I want to talk about The Boys a little bit, which, again, is coming to Amazon Prime uh, next year. And led by Carl Urban. I don't know who else has been cast, but it's about a like a CIA, a group of CIA, like, you know, some, uh, you know, black ops secret group that works for the government. You know, no paper trail or whatever, but basically what they no do, superheroes. they keep superheroes in check in this universe. Superheroes. You know, they wear the it's the like the Incredibles where they're like they're they're bad. They're like that, but they actually are bad. Like, for instance, like they have like it's not called the Justice League or the Avengers, but they have like the Super Seven, which is, you know, obviously ripping on Justice League or, or Avengers or whatever. Super Seven. And they need to replace somebody. So this I, I can't remember her name now, but she applies and they let her in. And then like the, the Superman guy makes her give him a blowjob to get into the league like oh, they're like, like harvey weinstein <laughs> yeah it's like so you have the boys who hate these superheroes because because they've become arrogant and that's how they treat people like people get there's a lot of collateral like damage Hollywood. there's a lot of collateral damage when they get in these fights and they don't care yeah it's and like, so that's it's what like, the boys are there to let okay. them know what are you doing Crowley? what did you find crowley is like up on our computer. So anyway, I'm really. And again, this is a another super violent series. Like there's this guy named Tech Knight and he's got like this big robotic suit. But for some reason, he can't stop fucking things like he's just putting his dick in everything. How <laughs> are you going to make that on TV? I don't know. There's, but he, he does a lot of subversive stuff. It's not at all politically correct. And one of the characters. Uh, I, damn it, I can't remember his name, but he. He's a Scottish guy. He looks just like Simon Pegg, which is not uncommon in comic. That's, you know, you have the Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson thing. That's how he was drawn in, in the Ultimate Universe. And eventually Nick Fury or was played by Samuel Jackson. Well, in this universe, this guy, his name's uh, Wee Huey. They call him Huey. He's a little Scottish guy. Looks just like Simon Pegg with, with the, the Van Dyke and, the you know, the red hair and everything. 
and he's he's like the new recruit to the boys. And Sam, wait, is Simon Pegg a redhead? I thought he was a blonde. Oh, I thought he was a redhead. He always looked like a redhead to me. I thought he was a blonde. Oh, OK. Anyway. So they recruit him. And again, his appearance is based on Simon Pegg. And Simon Pegg is also a nerd. So he just he read the boy. He likes Garth Ennis and he read the boys and he actually wrote the foreword for the collected the first trade paperback of the boys saying I was really surprised to see myself in a comic book. But unlike most people, I was very excited. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he loved it. He thought it was great. So I thought that was really cool. Unfortunately, he's not in the show. And and they I don't know. I don't know who they have to play Wee Huey, but he doesn't really look like Simon Pegg. But I, I thought that was really cool that he sees his own. And he's like, he's like, I, you know, it was 2006. People didn't know that I was going to become recognizable. I guess they, the artist Derek Robertson knew him from that show Spaced. Oh, yeah. Which came out before Shaun of the Dead and all that stuff. But I feel like Shaun of the Dead came out like 2004 or something. So he should have been a little bit well known. But regardless, they just copped his image and Simon Pegg was all for it. He's like, that's awesome. I love being in a comic book. Right. But yeah, I just I just wanted to share a little bit about some of the different kinds of comics. They don't all have to be superhero comics. There's other artists and writers out there doing stuff like Matt Fraction and you, you have Sam Keith. Like the Max is not a superhero comic. No. No, not at all. It's not. All right. Well, that's interesting. So my topic was going to be, and you're going to fall asleep when I say it, I was going to cover the various species of the Star Wars universe. Like Jesus. Just some of them, just that more interesting, you know, find out why they look the way they do and you know who they're associated with and, and everything, you know, like the Trandoshans and everything like that. So yeah, that was that's gonna be a thing. So that might still be a thing. But I thought I thought you you wouldn't like that. And probably some listeners some listeners would probably very much like that. Other listeners, not so much. Oh, my. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like without pictures, that doesn't really. That's, that's a hard one. Well, I mean, if, if I say like the name of a character, if, you know, if I mention, you know, Weequay, everybody should know who Weequay is. Fuck you. <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> like, no. Or like Rees. Everybody knows who Rees is or Nine Numb. They should be able to. Why are you just staring at me? That's not good radio. You know, it's not good radio. What? Talking about the different species. In... I'm, 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 I'm all psyched up for Star Wars again, man. It's Christmas time. Back on the Star Wars train. And there's no terrible movie coming out this year. So I can just enjoy what is. It's, it's nice. Yeah, so that's everything for this week. <laughs> Thank God Sean changed his topic. But like incels and Star Wars, but like it's weird. We got the one downloads. Like nobody <laughs> downloads the podcast. Yeah, nobody likes Star Wars. It's just me. I think so. It's just me. I think I'm so. just I'm the one guy. Yeah. They make all these collectibles just for me. It's weird because so many of them are <laughs> way welcome. outside my price range. <laughs> you really look into that. They're trying to get you to better yourself so you can afford them. <laughs> <laughs> right. <It's> motivation. <laughs> just for you. All right. Well, that's everything for this week's topic, I think, or whatever it's called. Episode podcast. Yeah, cr Christmas part one. There was nothing Christmas in this. Star Wars. Dog. Christmas. Dog, dog ate some motherfuckers. We <laughs> junk. Now he has a urethra hole. Uh, 
I'm like, yeah, that's urethral. <laughs> urethral. <laughs> as of this episode's called urethral. <laughs> then that's great. And yeah, incels are bad. Treat women with respect. You have a better chance of getting laid. Don't hate women. I think is the main thing. Yeah. Just if you want to fuck women, don't hate them. Just try that's and key. try and treat everybody with a decent amount of respect, and then you could probably fuck most people. Really? Try. Well, I mean, <laughs> is that how that works? I'm respectful of a lot of people. <laughs> I don't think they would have sex with me. I don't know. Have you tried? Don't try. my wife told me to try (laughs) give it at the old college try (laughs) and uh yeah and then garth ennis sean wants to be friends with him garth ennis is the man check out some of his comics just google garth ennis i highly recommend the punisher max run not so much the marvel the marvel knights run is entertaining but it's a little bit goofy the the max run is really really good a preacher obviously and then the boys is is really good if you want to read up on that before you check out the show on amazon prime word of the week is sophomoric <laughs> we have a word of the week now i guess and that's a thing if you're listening to the very end i am going to pull in the next week or so the august patreon episode from the patreon well i'm going to keep it on the patreon page of course but i am going to pull it and throw it up into the uh regular episodes I'm just going to throw it up maybe this week or next. Just on like a random day. Just because I think it's interesting and I think you guys should hear it. It was some um, stuff that we didn't understand and Sean tackles victim blaming and I think it was interesting and I think we should put it out. I think I, I kind of want to do an episode where I just discuss just just modern culture, like internet culture, because it, it baffles me how... There, there's so much intolerance from the tolerant people. Right. You know what I mean? If you don't agree with the tolerant people, you know, who are like, and I consider myself a tolerant person, you know, I, I, I agree that, you know, uh, I don't, I don't even know what, I don't know. I'm not racist. I'm not sexist. Uh, I, you know, you know what I mean? I, right. I, I don't, I don't want. But you're tolerant in the correct way. But tolerant people are like, well, if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. We want to ruin your career. And I'm like, that's that's so intolerant of someone else's opinion. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you don't you're you're so right that you need that person's career to be over. And I mean, and, and I get I get it. Like when, when you're talking about, you know, like me, too, and stuff. And you got like terrible people like Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby. Those people need to go down. They should have gone down a long fucking time ago. Right. You know. Well, yeah. They're but then when you're talking crimes. about. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, Aziz Ansari just had a night where he had a date that went poorly and he got thrown under the bus as being. And I don't even like Aziz Ansari. So thanks for, so much for listening, guys. Please tell someone about the podcast if you're enjoying it. Do you have anything to add? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be like, thanks, guys. Bye. I thought that was like a cue. This, you to- yes, this is my cue. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, tell uh, all your friends. Actually, you know what? Don't tell your friends. Just real quick when their phones are locked, just open up their podcast app and hit subscribe. <laughs> and then just just give, give their phone back to them. You don't have to tell them anything. Just there you look, go. Just subscribe on their podcast app when they're not looking at their phone. Yeah. That's all you got to do. 
All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.